Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. So thanks for joining us on the show, man. It's it's awesome to uh, finally have you on the uh, the program. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you've just released your new EP, Grange Point Volume One, and uh, sonically, this thing is just a real trip, dude. It's a journey, and the best way to uh, experience it, like I did, was uh, headphones. Man, I enjoyed that absolutely. Yeah. It's been hard to find listening environments like when doing mixed reviews and stuff like that. Like headphones are just so around us all the time now. Um, yeah, it sounds good. It? <laughs> it does, dude. It does. Because, I yeah. mean, most of the time people like, uh, you know, they'll, they'll either be in their car or they'll like stare. But, man, just to take the time, it's worth people out there. Take the time to listen to this thing in headphones is, is kind of a special experience. You don't get that very yeah. Well. You get the nuances of of what Pete achieved in the uh, in the mixing, and um, which is that's pretty cool on its own. This is Pete's first release um, mixing an album that I think yeah. has been has been released. He might have done some stuff a long time ago. Um, yeah, we kind of we wanted to experiment with um, studios and with people working with different people and. Pete's always done our demos, so he kind of was a natural progression to give him a crack at the CP. It was, yeah, it was time. Sounds fucking huge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. But when it comes to writing, I mean, something like this, do you guys have to get in that kind of headspace to create that sort of sonic atmosphere in the jam room? Do you do shit like this where you put up some lighting and you, you have to get trippy? Oh yeah, we've we've been known to uh, get the uh, the star lights on, <laughs> kind of gaze out across the room. But to be honest, we also work really hard. Like yeah. we re- when we can, we rehearse every Monday, and you know it's it's our little room and it's noisy as hell. Uh, definitely losing my hearing after doing this for a very long time. Um, but yeah, it's. We, we work at it and we have a lot of fun and we kind of just the sonic the sonic energy that we try and capture and I think Pete's done a really good job at this yes and also because he is in the band he gets to kind of be a part of the creation of it so he knows what we're trying to achieve in that room um, yeah it's 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 big <laughs> yeah. hey it's, yeah shout out to him eh like good shout work, out to Petey. yeah yeah Pedro are you having a cold one too 
Uh, I ran out of cold ones because oh. yesterday was such a lovely sunny day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's been a good weekend. It has been a real good weekend, that's for sure. But uh, was this thing written when uh, everything went crazy or did you guys have it uh, ready to go this, a bit earlier? So these tracks originated um, when we were doing pre-production for tourist season. Um, we had, I think we went into the studio with 12 tracks and we recorded drums for 12 tracks. Um, but we only finished seven and a bit. So that's what made the album. And this kind of just sat there. Um, like, t- to be honest, the they weren't finished. They weren't ready for tourist season. Um, I'd been struggling with writing and have done on and off since I've started writing. Um, so when lockdown kicked in and we were like, actually, this could be a while. We need, a, we need projects. So we, we did some demos of some new material and we'd already done Exit Planet with Mike Diamond from June Eater mm-hmm. um, the previous year for the bushfire relief. Um, so we did we did a track for that. We finished that off. And when, when we got Mike Diamond in to do that, what he laid down was just exactly what was in my head, but I couldn't achieve that. So we just went, well, who else can we do that with? Who else? What other artists are out there that we we respect and we like and we we love what they do and we want to work with? So we just we didn't have to look far. Yeah, not really. No, right. Jimmy lives up the road. Because <laughs> angry Mexicans. So Jimmy Coelho from Because angry Mexicans. Um, we've you know toured with them. We've done shows and we've partied and other you know debaucherous things. <laughs> Um, and so yeah I had the opportunity because we had those easing of restrictions Jimmy could come around we could workshop an idea and we wrote Bay Wolf in that period Um, and we finished that song so all the music was pretty much written and we had a framework that we were going to work with Um, you know all the structures were done so we did that Um, we got KC from Death by Carrot um you know, we've just love those guys and really feel from at the moment out on the road, stuck again, got car troubles. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you, I don't know if you know about those guys right now, but they slight sidetrack. Their ethos is to play as many shows a year as they possibly can. So they're doing, you know, a national tour. When we, they say national, they're going everywhere. They're in WA at the moment. They're stuck there. Oh man. Maybe they're across the border. Anyway, KC. Um, we just sent him the track and he didn't even listen to the stuff that I already kind of put out. He came back with this idea that he'd been working on and next thing we know, Holy Fire turns up. So it was a similar kind of thing with Georgie. We were kind of just workshopping the songs. Um, That process itself was really good for me, but also we had something to do in lockdown. We had something to organise and work on. and then be creative and do it. So we're just fortunate that Victoria has been, had those periods of, of easing of restrictions where, yeah. you know, we could go to the studio for a weekend and record. Um, so we've just been taking those opportunities if, if and when they come, you know, we still look ahead. We still book things, we still try and plan. It's what you have um, to do, man. Hey, like you can't. Well, it, you know. it does feel fruitless a lot, but. Yeah, I know. If it comes off, 
Yeah. <laughs> you got to be ready to roll, man. You got to be like <laughs> ready to fucking we'll be, gun it, eh? We'll be kicking ourselves if we can't, we didn't do a show and, you know, and safe and responsible and, and all the things that make it a, you know, a good thing in the public interest. Yes. Because we need music. We need live music. Absolutely. What are we, four weeks into, I haven't rehearsed for about four or five weeks. That's, feels like last year. It does, hey. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I really <laughs> feel for all you guys down that way, hey. Especially uh, a bunch of my mates in New South, hey. It's just. Yeah, man. And, hey. You're, you're Queensland based, yeah? I am. I'm very, very lucky. I'm on the Goldie. Okay. So, uh, all right. Yeah, so we we can still, you know. You know what? The difference between uh, – let's not harp on about what's going on too much. Like it is a big part of things. But the the big difference for me at the moment is that the rest of Australia kind of understands a little bit more about what we did last year. Yeah. And the sacrifices that Victoria made and the Victorians made to, you know, get us across the line. And we were doing good. We were in a pretty good place. Um. So, yeah, talking to people around Australia now, it's much more evident that they've actually got a bit better of understanding about what's happening. Yes. Um, whereas last year, you'd be like, oh, you're doing normal things and normal everyday things. And that's great. You should feel privileged to do so. Yeah. Well, I do. I, I feel lucky. And my heart goes out to uh, all my mates in, in the other states that, that are doing it tough right now. So I'm thinking about you, all you guys out there. That's for sure. But... um. In regards to uh, the concept of this thing, now I'm no science man. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I can barely count on my fingers, brother. But uh, the title refers to something in celestial mechanics, uh, where a location in space where the combined gravitational forces of two large bodies, such as Earth and the Sun, or Earth and the Moon, equal the centrifugal force felt by a much smaller third body. Uh, the interaction of the forces creates a point of equilibrium where a spacecraft may be parked to make observations, according to Google and space.com. Uh, and it's in the intro. Um, yeah. <laughs> For a non, non-science girl, that was pretty good. Well, I, I, I wrote it all down. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to, for once in my fucking life, feel like a science dude. But uh, I, I didn't even understand what I just fucking said. So, um. Can you break it down? Look, I can give you the essence of, of where it comes from. And that's just the creating with other people. Yes. Yeah, the collaboration that we've done with individual uh, singers. Um, there's a balance in that that we, we, we find. Because this still sounds like Planet of the Eights. As far as I'm concerned, it sounds like Planet of the Eights. 100%. With some with some gold other vocals on there. So the Grange points being this uh, you know, equis, equal equal opposite kind of pulling and pushing, uh, the creative spirit. That's like everybody's kind of putting their bit in and like stepping back a bit. And um, so when we thought about what it is that we're doing, we're collaborating and you know, what's something that could potentially embody that? LaGrange Point came along. Volume one. Volume one. Okay. Well, here's my next question. Where's volume two? Is that is that in the works? Is that something that you guys are cooking up? We, it, a little way through when we are kind of like, this is pretty cool. We're going to release this. 
Um, yeah, we just lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're right, dude. That's okay. We were talking about. Um, sorry, mate. We were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. I do that all the time. So usually because mm. of this, but. Uh, we oh, were- second volume two. Volume, volume two. two. Yeah. 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 Cool. Volume two. We wanted to leave it open for this to happen again with other people, with new people, with, you know, explore and just leave that kind of gateway into, we're going to do a a third planets album. That's for sure. But we're already working on it. Um, But look what we did with these things that we may have never seen the light of day. So let's just leave it open so we can potentially do that again. And it's quite freeing as a songwriter too, because then you can go, well, this isn't really what planets is doing. Maybe it'll become planets, or maybe it'll become a Lagrange Point project. I love it. I love that. I love that concept, dude. I love that it's you know it's it's open for interpretation with your mates and stuff like that. You get to bring people in and and collaborate because I mean you got some as as you mentioned you got some awesome guests on this thing. You know, like King Carrot and, and the guys from Death by yep. Carrot. You know, uh, Diesel from June Eater. Uh, Jimmy from a gazillion. See, I, I have trouble with this one too, saying it real fast. A gazillion angry Mexicans and Georgie from uh, Kitchen Witch. So, all of it, man, like just the combined piece and getting everyone together, it just sounds like, as I said, man, it's just a real trip. <laughs> Must be for you too, collaborating with your mates in that way. It, yeah, it really is. It's, you know, we got to. You know, as I said, we, we've toured with these people, we've played with these guys around, around Australia. Um, but this gave us another insight into that kind of camaraderie that we build, you know. But there's nothing better than being on the road, hanging out at pubs with other bands, talking shit, and then finding out how they create and what, what, their, what their contribution is to a project like this. Is yeah. Just at that next, next level. Absolutely. Is there anyone, who, like, uh, for, for Volume 2... That you you would want to get, I mean, think big. I mean, someone like Mark Lanigan, for instance, or something like that. You know, there's part of me that we've 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 kicked for the stars a couple of times, and you know, we got Bob Bolchin on tourist season uh, from Fu Manchu. Yep, that that was just by asking. So I don't see us. I don't see any kind of restrictions on who that is. I do like that we've kept the first one Australian. Yeah. Um, that was that was intentional. We just kind of went, well, let's do something that we know is friendly, and we've got all this extra connectivity we're going on because we're all in lockdown. Um, but you know, we've hit up Nick from Elder um, to do some work for us previously, and it doesn't. They can say no. Yeah, they can say no. I don't know who else would get. <laughs> I mean, sky's the limit, really. But I, I do like that. Yeah. Local too. But man, yeah. man. I keep seeing the artwork behind you, and I love it. Like, all the te- – it keeps flashing through. Like, you, you get some boobies behind you now. But um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, how's the artwork sort of tie into to the whole concept as well? I mean, did that did that inspire you in some way? 
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Sorry? Um, that. It's, well, we reached out to Marika about doing that. Um, you know, we we kind of narrowed down a, a couple of artists and um, we just really liked her work and, you know, the wolf concept that she uses kind of felt in kin to the Bay Wolf track that we worked on. And, um, you know, we've put her inside the Grange Point. That's, you know, she says she's the centre of that body and she's mother and she's earth and she's nature and, you know, she's also bleeding. <laughs> Um, I think she really captured a lot of what we get. We just gave her the music and she's it's like, we know what you can do. This is what we've done. What do you think? And this is what she came back with. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it looks so good, man. But it looks as soon as we did more. it. Well, yeah, we that kind of was the clincher. We weren't really thinking about doing vinyl for this because you know, at, at the time it was a it was a side project to keep us busy during lockdown and um but when we heard it and then when we saw that we saw the artwork and was like, no, nah, it's yeah. gotta be on twelve inch. Like <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well man, yeah. uh in regards to you know, you're talking to uh, about all your mates and other bands and things like that, I really feel like there's something going on um in, you know, the desert rock slash metal sludge scene in Australia right now. For sure. It's I, I, you know, after doing this for so long, it really feels like there's a lot of bands like yourselves that are really starting to push through to that next level. And there's, there's a lot of bands starting up now too. Like, have you noticed that? To be honest, I'm not, oh, I'm not on social media much these days. Yeah. Bit of a, tri- bit of a trigger. Um, but we, when we're like those brackets we've had, there's a lot of new bands around Melbourne doing stuff. Uh, and a lot of them are really good. And then we have been fortunate that we've got, we, like we did a show in Maui last year. We got to hang out with like guys from El Colosso and it was Lamasu. So we've kind of done more work with them. We're talking about doing some shows later in the year, fingers crossed. Um, there's just some great bands around, young and old. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Psycho Babble, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's just a Australia across Australia generally, but you know, Melbourne is we I'm here because of music, you know, from Newcastle originally. And right now feels kind of even though we're not playing, there's a lot of community, people kind of reaching out, checking on other people and still kind of planning gigs and hoping for gigs. Um so that yeah, there's there's a, I think there's a lot of support there. So if that's coming across as there's a cool scene or there's a lot going on right now, that's true. But it's, it kind of feels supported as well. Yeah. I, I just get that feeling that when everything really opens up, that that's, that whole thing is going to be really at the forefront. I just, I just get that feeling. Have you heard of a band called uh, The Automaton? No. Come up this way. 
you should check those guys out. Or oh, shout out to uh, the Automaton. Love you guys. Sunset Junkies is another one. If you like your heavy stuff, they're sick. But um, uh, just Black Swamp. The Black Swamp. Have you heard the Black Swamp? Man. <laughs> there you go. How old is he going? Uh, 32. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm 41. And I, I still listen to everything from, you know, the 90s. Other than kind of the last couple of years of, of, <laughs> of cool stuff coming out of Australia and the rest of the world, yeah, I'm pretty stuck in my ways. <laughs> hey, man, me too. Me too. If it wasn't for this, I'd, I reckon I'd be stuck in my ways too. But how old do you think uh, I am? Here's the... Here's the... Oh, you're handsome, so I reckon 28. Oh, I'll take that. I'm 40 this year. But, um, oh. <laughs> hey, the uh, is was old dudes, right? <laughs> yeah, mate. And then ones that still can to go watch live music. That's it. Hey, man, I love it. I'm all about it. It's in my blood. That's that's not true. Everybody is keen. Man, can. I tell you what, it's going to be fucking awesome when it opens up. And I mean, Talking about touring, though, I know it is hard to sort of, you know, you were saying before, it is hard to sort of really plan things at the moment, but you want to be ahead of the game when it does. Have you guys got dates that you're looking at for international? For international? Oh, not international. Well, national, sorry, right. what I meant to say, but I'm, I'm, I've had three sips, so give me, give me a break. <laughs> uh, nationally... Uh... We have to go with the flow. We, we do have some dates penciled in for Queensland um, in December, I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, that could happen. Uh, we've got some regional Victoria stuff booked in for uh, late September, October, November. Um, still trying to arrange a, a, like an EP launch in, uh, in November. Um, that could all happen. So, yeah, internationally... A little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I meant to say. Uh, but that is also a good question. Have you guys done that? Have you have you got on a plane and gone? I, Pete and I used to play in punk band. Um, and we did a, we did the States back in 2007, I think it was. Yeah. Did five weeks over there. Yeah. That was cool. Um, as this and doing this kind of stuff, um, no, we really, we're really keen. I always kind of thought, all right, international tour by the time I'm 40 <laughs> of Europe. We really want to go to Europe. Yeah. Really. Like, COVID aside, they just get it. They more, do. I think. I think it's just more cultural, you know, dark metal, any metal than Stoner and Doom kind of just skipping hand in hand down through the posies, man. That's it, man. I, I love it. I, that's where I would love to go. That in Japan. Yeah. But yeah, Europe, yeah. it's like, you know, you see all the festivals and it's families. It's like, you know, it's like your show day, but you got like little kids with little headphones yeah. on. You got like grandma, grandpa, everyone's having a good time. Listen to the car like or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like festivals, especially over there, like they don't have to be huge. They've got some really good stuff over there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, Although I kind of see it happening in here too. Yes. You know, if, if we can't tour internationally, there's going to be some 
Bush Doof Doom Fests, I reckon. <laughs> Real crazy. Are you talking about that? Festivals. I mean, there's um, Beats Cartel. I've got the uh, Aftermath. Aftermath is still booked in. Well, yeah, it's man. rescheduled. Um, that's the thing. People are trying to stay positive and hopeful about things, but also stay on top of it because yeah, when it does open and when it is safe to do these things, um, it's going to get nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oi, shout out to Christian from Beats. And Mo. Hey, Christian. Mo's. You guys played Mo's? No, know. man. We uh, we were on our way to Queensland, like we were about a week or so out uh, when the lockdown went, went ahead. So we had, I don't know, six, seven, eight shows booked up around there. Man, Mo's is yeah. awesome. Mo's is so good. I, I, I pretty much say it every interview. <laughs> it's like, you got to play Mo's. <laughs> This is fucking awesome. Uh, you know, he he knows what he's doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. But uh, well, when we, when, if we ever get up there and play there, I reckon we'll change the venue name. For, we'll call it Flaming Mose for the evening, <laughs> and we'll get 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 the guys from uh, Doctor Colossus up, and we'll funny uh, story that funny oh, story. Yeah. We were gonna do that because Doctor Colossus were meant to come up and play Mose with my band, and I work in a in a printing factory where I was going to print out a big giant Mo and uh, change all the taps to Duff, and then it got cancelled. But, uh, uh, mate. A good idea, though. Absolutely. If you thought of yeah. it as well, it's an absolute solid idea. So, uh, hey. In typical fashion, I wasn't the first to come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, though. That's all good. It just means it's it, it's a solid idea. So when, I, when it happens, hopefully... You can come up and play. Yeah, we'd love oh, to do it. We'll, we'll, I think we pl- when we played with them a couple of years ago, I think we opened our set with like the intro from <laughs> from The Simpsons, just to kind of like, yeah, we get it, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> good dudes, good dudes. See what I yeah, mean? Good like, dudes. like, there's so many good fucking bands in this country right now, and I I, I don't know if if how it was where where you were, but years, many many years ago, when I first started playing bands would sabotage other bands gear and it'd be competitive and all that kind of shit it was just garbage fucking you know what i mean and now now it seems that people are are gathering together more more supportive of bands it's it's not much it's not competition it's it's about you know lifting each other up and and that's what i think is really really good i completely agree and in addition, like I grew up in Newcastle, so when I was what 18, 98, Knights just won the grand final. Um, silver chair were going nuts, and everybody was looking for another silver chair. Yep. So it became competitive, and not for the better. No. Nah. Because when I was first playing, there was you know you go go to SJ's on a Wednesday night for the band comp, and you know there'd be 20, 30, 40 of your mates from different bands and different scenes and, you know, uni's different age we're talking about, you know. Um, but there was a scene there and then it kind of disintegrated. It kind of just went, well, everybody's... Too many bands, maybe? Not enough venues, not enough money in it, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it just got competitive, but... It's, there's been a backlash to that for a while. I've noticed it for at least probably 10 years. Yes. But definitely during the 90s, 
90s and early 2000s, there was a, yeah, it's just a different vibe playing around Australia. Absolutely. Yeah, I felt it too when I was wearing my baggy pants and my <laughs> new metal frosted tips. Yeah. Did you do new metal? I was always all about it now. I, yeah, I've I, I, I also stuff. had the frosted tips. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Hey, man, it was just the thing then. Don't judge us, all right? Don't judge us. That's all right. That's okay. You gotta start somewhere. But um <laughs> what badass. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the scene, the <laughs> bands that we play with, they're all yeah. just it's it's I don't know if just generally across the scene, it's I don't find there's a lot of douchebags and dickheads and uh, you know, there's a lot of drunk fuckwits, but <laughs> they're out there. Yeah, I don't know, you can't have it's always been there, that'll always be Every, there, but, you know. everybody's got that scale where you just kinda of keep drinking and you turn into a fuckwit. Like everybody's got the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm three sips in, but um <laughs> <laughs> no. Um but hey man, uh, what else have you guys got uh cooking up? Like uh Uh we've just finished uh, another project, so it's been mixed uh, it's been mixed and it's being mastered at the moment. Um, that hasn't been released yet. We haven't talked about that. So, uh, but it's it's been good. It's another project that's um, going to come out probably sometime, so hopefully sometime in the first quarter next year. Um, and yeah, so that that's kind of helped us keep the momentum going. Still writing. Um, it's only it's only a short. It's only like twenty two minutes. So. You know, it's kind of given us a, a taste of what we're aiming for for our third album, um, which we started writing. So we're already into it. Has it got a name, this other project? Uh, it does. It does. It's uh, I can tell you that it's a split. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything else. <laughs> All right. Keep your secrets. Um, <laughs> I'm keen to hear. Not, that. not intentional. I, I just want to tell everybody and everything. But yeah, I think we've uh, I think we've already negotiated something with somebody that says no, I can't. Oh, I see. Well, hey man, that's awesome. That's all. I can't yeah, wait man. to hear it. But um, but yeah, it's it's been awesome hanging with you, man. Thank you for for taking the time and in, in out of space. Oh, good. In my room out here, and uh, wait, I just want oh, to. This, get- is, this is Exit Planet, I think. Yeah. You can watch this on YouTube. Yes. You can, you can listen to the whole thing and watch it on YouTube. And um, you can put it on full screen and turn the lights down low and bliss out or whatever you want to do. Well, I'll have That's all the fun. links down here anyway. So everyone awesome. click on the links and then uh, go get some merch and stuff as well. And um, Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to Miller from, uh, yeah, mate. For, for teeing this up. Miller from House Fox Studios, Black Reno, Rad Dude. Thank you very yeah. much. He's been doing a great job with PR. He has been. Yeah, he absolutely has been. So, um, yeah, and I'm really excited about the future of what you guys got in store for uh, for all of us up here. So uh, here's to you and the boys. Cheers, mate. Or, uh, a little softy, but... <laughs> yeah, that's all right, mate. We'll just pretend. This is just the water in the can, so there you go. Um, no, nah, it's not really. But uh, it's a Sunday night. But um, all right, man. <laughs> it is Sunday night. It is Sunday yeah. night. But um. Uh...
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 